This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. And welcome everybody to What the Hops. Brian, Eric, and Savannah here. Hello. Shanna's around somewhere too, so I'm sure she'll be hopping in. But yeah, it's you hear the fireworks going off, so it's still time to celebrate <laughs> out here in western New York. And we're, we're only a week after Fourth of July. They're fucking doing them this afternoon already. <laughs> like, I don't know, they're somewhere over there and they're just loud. Like Well, Queen of Heavens this weekend, so do they do they do fireworks? They, do, they used or, to. No, they Saturdays. do. They do them for. Do they do them on Saturdays yes. still? Yeah. So you got that going on tonight, but that's far enough away from here where you're not going to hear that shit. But they also do them on the for the Bison's game and shit too. But you can hear them sometimes. Yeah, you're close enough for that. But yeah, no, it's uh, a lot of shit going on. You got Queen of Heaven out in West Seneca, which is the biggest lawn fate of the year. You have Taste of Buffalo going on this weekend. So all the suburbanites are going downtown and uh, feeling the wrath of parking and going to complain about how the city sucks for like the next six months because they can't find anywhere to park. And I know, seen a vagrant. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> people that like go to the city once a year get all pissed off because, you know, they didn't get their way. So you know what? Fuck them. Yeah, leave the city. Leave the city to us, then. You know, let us enjoy it. There was the, um, like the East Side Fest or something like that. What the hell? They're June, doing something. At the, June, Juneteenth was like a month. No, ago, no, 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 no. They were doing something at the terminal. <laughs> oh yeah, I think the BPO was playing or something. Yeah, it was out like there celebrating the East Side community or something like that. That was. They had it on the news. Yeah. Well, they had the hundredth uh, anniversary for the terminal. Something like that uh, last month as well. So, you know, they've been doing a bunch of different things out there. It's uh, it's tough to get people to go out that way in the summertime, though, because as we've talked plenty of times before, there just isn't much really out that way for people to get out there. But that shit should be changing hopefully soon. Uncle Terry's gonna buy the fucking throughway, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking make the skyway into a giant fucking slide sweet i've been driving on the skyway a lot lately to like why where are you going outer harbor oh i've driven on the outer harbor on the skyway more in the last like three weeks two three weeks than i have in the last since i've been able to drive my dad never drove over the highway or skyway when we were kids he was afraid of it yeah i could see that he doesn't do like heights like that i don't mind it um, but I rarely take it. The only time I take it is when I go out to like Woodlawn. I haven't actually been out there. Yeah, that's the only year. time that I take it too. It's never open when I want it to be open. When do you want it to be open? Well, they like if you're it's trying, if you're it, trying to drive on it in the winter time. <laughs> no, if it if it rains, if it like literally rains for ten seconds, they're like, "Up, oh, skyway is closed. Can't why, go on." Why it. do people hate the skyway so much? Because it looks like ass. It does look like ass. Like, especially when you're down, like, canal side or anything else. Like, you got this giant-ass fucking 
bridge fucking in the way of everything. Like, it doesn't really bother me that much. I though. mean, because we're used to it, you know? But, like, yeah. think of it from, like, an outsider's perspective. Like, I don't know, you're going to look and be like, oh, everything looks nice. It's like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know? Well, they always do. It's a city. That's There's stupid shit like that everywhere. I get it. I was just reading an article today about... Uh, Seattle knocking down there. Yeah, I seen like that thing. one too. Yeah. <laughs> I seen someone put like um, James from the Edge put up something yeah. like, um, like good Skyway should be next. Well, that's what I mean. Like, so obviously you have a big city like Seattle making moves like that. Like, wouldn't you want to follow suit? You know, it fucking rains there every day. <laughs> or we can just put up bridges everywhere, like Pittsburgh. There's there's a. There's Thanks. enough stupid shit that this they're gonna do to the canal side anyways. They have enough stupid ass developers that are gonna argue over shit so it doesn't get done. I mean like Well they're doing a bunch of shit with the Seneca building. Yeah, they still talk that that whole artist rendering thing that they did with the, the outer harbor. Like how hard would it be to make a real fucking beach in the goddamn city? Like why is that so fucking hard? Do we need one though? I mean this goes back to the conversation we had last week about you want a splash pad at canal side. <laughs> Do you yeah. need it? <laughs> You, know? I, you better believe I'd be chasing a fucking kid in there. I mean, but just I'm just saying, think of think of like the the sanitation and the upkeep of all that shit. You want to put a beach down there, you know what the fuck's gonna happen. Trash is gonna trash no matter what, man. I get Valid. it. But like, you're still gonna keep opening up fucking Walmarts and dropping them in places. Well, but the thing is though, you're not paying taxes on the Walmarts. You know, you're gonna be paying taxes on a fucking beach. I no. Haven't, I haven't heard anything about that beach club that they were going to build next to Thin Man. Since, oh, that's uh, that's still going to happen. Don't worry. You think? Speaking mm-hmm. of speaking of that too, why don't we just bring that out right now? <laughs> I know you guys. I've mentioned it to you guys before, but so the new Thin Man out on Chandler Street. It's a really great place. Like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna like talk shit it's about it because space. like the space is awesome looking. Tapo's right there. Yeah, they have Tapo inside. Right across the street, you have the Blackbird Cider Hall, which has you know twelve ciders on tap plus like another twelve <laughs> local beers on tap. I think next to that, Barrel and Brian has their location with a full restaurant now. So right. like RJ is a fucking to go in there RJ is an the awesome chef. Yeehaw. So like. Everything that they're doing is going to be fucking ridiculous. So they have back in the in the courtyard over by Blackbird and Barrel and Brian. They have you know bocce and everything else all lined up. Bocce ball roll. or bocce's pizza? <laughs> bocce ball. <laughs> That's a serious question. <laughs> no, they got they got a, they bocce's got a bocce pizza would get me in anywhere. Blackbird has a bocce ball week like every Monday or some shit. So does the Big Timers Club. Yeah, but you got <laughs> you got to be a member to get in there though. <laughs> but anyway, so all that stuff's on Chandler Street, right? They dubbed it Chandlerville. Now, every time anyone I want to know who came up with that. Rocco Termini and Mike Schatzel most likely came up with that. Do you think it wasn't just one person online and it spread like wildfire? No, because they, and they okay, so it? so you look at you look at what Zensky did with Larkinville. You know, you so you cut out this part of the east side. And you built around one section, you built along, built built it around Larkin Square. So you have literally just one part of this street, like kind of like a small little area, and you dubbed it Larkinville, and it stuck. And, you know, 
people go down there. They're not afraid to go to Larkinville. You tell them you're going to Food Truck Tuesday on the east side, people are going to tell you to get the fuck out. You know? Remember the commercial that a few years ago? Larkinville is growing. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> that voice sounded like a serial killer, like trying to, like, come on in, kids. I'm going to give you some candy. <laughs> like, it was the fucking creepiest commercial ever. But, like, you know what I mean? So, like, it worked, you know? Like, so everybody just goes, it's like, Larkinville's great. Larkinville this, Larkinville that, you know? It's stuck. So, all of a sudden, you know, hey, we're going to cut out this first BlackRock. All right. Chandler Street is in BlackRock. BlackRock's a fucking awesome ass name. Why would you want to change that? You know, hey, come go visit the visit the brewery down in BlackRock. You know, but the I thing think is, it's though, got a negative connotation. That's what I mean. It. People people look at BlackRock like it's underdeveloped, underprivileged, everything else. So a lot of people, like, you know, my my mother would be like, oh, you're going to hang out in BlackRock? Are you sure you want to do that? You know, and like kind of like they, they think twice like, about it. Well, it's been, and, it's different than when it was years ago because when I remember like played hockey in high school down at the fucking whatever the arena is down there, and they're fucking fans, quote unquote, probably other high school cut them, stab them, stab them. <laughs> and like my parents, I remember telling me like we are actually afraid being in the stands area. He's like they're talking about just cutting people the whole time in the goddamn stands. But you know what I mean. So it's like it gets like I mean like love like Lovejoy. You tell people you grew up in Lovejoy, they're like oh shit. Right. You know, like you put a brewery down in Lovejoy. Guess what? You're not going to say that, hey, this brewery is in Lovejoy. You're going to try to call it something else. You're going to call it <laughs> South Buffalo. <laughs> you know, like East Buffalo. Yeah, you're going to, you're not going to put the thing. You're not Somebody gonna say, is going to make something up not to call it Lovejoy. Yeah, but you know what I mean? So like they're, they're looking to take away the stigma of BlackRock, which, okay, I understand because you're trying to promote this new brewery. But then I think you should still call it BlackRock and then work on improving the reputation, not the name. That is the way you should go. Right. They want to call it something else. So instead of going Ville, why don't we just call it Chandyland? (laughs) Which I hate. I think Shandyland Shandy Land sounds like a fucking stripper. Like, here comes Shandyland, and it's a dude with a fucking peppermint cock is all I think of. He takes off his fucking thing, and it's a peppermint stick. That's what I think of Shandy Lane. Shandy Land, not Whatever. Lane. Whatever, dude. For one. Two, I think of just a place for excitement and a great time. Yeah. It a, sounds a, like an aroused park, peppermint yeah. stick. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to start. My mind doesn't go to dicks, but I apparently that's what's on your mind tonight. <laughs> I think of that, and I think of the guy from that one MTV show. He's like, Shane Gandy. <laughs> the girls say it's trick-or-treat every day or some shit like that. Or whatever he, stupid thing the guy said. He's dead now. I mean, you know, <laughs> RIP, but whatever. I have no idea what think, the fuck you're talking about. It was, he, they were like, it was like a I'm show in show. Like Virginia. <laughs> what was the name of it? Shannon, what's the name of the show we watched? They had one season of it, and then they never played reruns. What? Because the kid drove up, got trashed and drove off a fucking cliff. Oh, was it one of those re- MTV it was reality, shows? Yeah. reality yeah. TV? Oh, what the hell was it called? It was like one of those. It was like when they tried to, I'm like. I'm surprised I don't know. It was, it was like the Alaska one. It was a West Virginia one. They tried to do, like, Jersey Shore, oh, but, like, redneck stuff. Uh, I know stuff. what you're talking about, but I don't know the It was, name. like, redneck shit. Yeah. But, like. <laughs> <laughs> they like, all lived in fucking trailers and did stupid shit. Like, oh, we come out down here and do this shit. Yeah, I know exactly. Kid, kid gets a dump truck and puts a tarp in. We got a pool now. What the fuck? I know exactly what you're talking about. I just don't know the name of it. All um, I'm saying is. Shane Gandy. <laughs> I think, I, you know, yeah, it's just about changing people's minds. Like, I, I worked at the brewery today. Anything um, but Chandlerville. 
Yeah, I worked. I worked at, at worked at Buffalo Brewing Nothing Company friends. today, and uh, you know my grandparents came in, and my grandparents, my you know my grandpa's in his eighties. He's lived in Buffalo for a very very long time, and one of the first things they said to me was, you know, this area has really changed, and they had no reason to go out to that area, um, which is like the first ward kind of between that and Larkin area. Um, they had no reason to go out there anytime recently so it was a big surprise to them driving down Seneca and seeing all these new breweries and bars I mean they passed you know like hydraulic hearth and um Beltline and they were really surprised at the area and my grandpa felt honestly a little bit better about me working there because he had a negative connotation of the area kind of going into it show is buck wild by the way a buck wild <laughs> we just uh finished drinking um curtains one from vale brewing it is uh a collab with hudson valley roughly about a month old and um it is a sour double ipa coming in at eight percent it is brewed with raw wheat, malted oat, milk sugar, sour cherries, and apricots, and then hopped with galaxy mosaic and a touch of matuka. I don't taste the apricots at all, but the cherries are very present. Yeah, the cherries, the hops, I don't know if it's, maybe it's because it's a month old that the hops kind of mellowed, but... I think it's still smooth and just like tart. Yeah. Um, it's definitely sour. It doesn't taste it like... Be- doesn't it could taste be like, like a 8%. temperature thing, though, too. I mean, we, you know, it could be what we're drinking at versus what the best ideal temperature is. I mean, we're sitting outside, it's like 70 some degrees right now. So, yeah. You know, we let it warm up a little bit. But I you know last night, even when we were at Resurgence and I tried the um, the pineapple and kiwi wit that they had, the tropical the wit. Tropical wit yeah. um, I didn't finally get the pineapple to like maybe 10 sips left in the glass. All of a sudden, like it warmed up and I'm like, oh, there it is. Like you got the tropical taste, but to actually distinctly like pull out the pineapple, it took a while for me to, mm. to finally get it. Mm. Yeah, I um, thought I thought it was tasty. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily something I'd buy like a four pack of, and but it's good. It's nice sour. It's something different from the Vale. Like I mean, yeah, this tastes more like a Hudson Valley beer, I think, than a Vale beer. Like, Vale is usually just that straight, you know, juicy-ass IPA. Yeah. You know, this isn't a juicy IPA by all means, but it does feel like it's full of juice. Today, I went out to Rochester because Iron Tug Brewing kind of revamped themselves a little bit and uh, had a can release for a couple beers, which the first one is we're going to crack into it right now. Um, it is their East versus West Round 2 IPA. It comes in at a 6.8 ABV, and it is a double dry hopped IPA with Citra Mosaic. So, so how'd the event go today? Was it busy? Was it slow? Was it... There seemed like a decent amount of people. That place is really small. What? Yeah. Iron, Iron Tug. Like, it's right over by the, the Kodak building. Um, like literally like a block away okay. from it, but like it, you don't really notice it too. Like there's no real signage on the outside that like kind of sticks out to say, Hey, this is here. I drove by it. And then like, I was like, Oh shit, there it is. Yeah. It was nothing I was really oh, aware shit, I can of smell today. It from here though. 
sent me an email and I wish I wish I could have attended, but I'm glad you went out and This was canned on the 9th, so about the beginning of the week pretty much. Yeah. What did they have? Did they have anything special on tap or they had about twelve different beers on tap, like a couple IPAs. Um, they had a double fruited sour, a key lime sour, uh, you know, your random basic stuff that you'd see. They had a tiramisu stout that looked mm. pretty good. Um, uh, uh, peanut butter stout. Um, the other can release is a was a peanut butter banana stout that I tried while I was there. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's too much ice cream flavors for me. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is with it, the banana, like all the flavors came out though. Like you took a sip of it and like, it's like, okay, I'm getting the peanut butter. I'm getting the banana. I'm getting everything I'm expecting to get out of this yeah. beer. This beer is not lying to me. You know what the thing is that's funny too? Like, Ten years ago, when we, when we started brewing and shit, we talked about like doing all weird shit. Like, what if you could put this in a beer? What if you could do that? And now, like, legitimately, that's the norm. Like, people put all sorts of weird shit and blend all these other flavors for things that you have. I mean, they taste, taste onion in that kind of like an oniony taste. Well, they always say summit hops though, like supposed to have like a like an earthy garlic oniony kind of taste to it. But you kind of get like, do you see what I'm like? The, it's not giving you like. I mean, you're getting that citra a little bit. I don't know. Is it the mosaic that's kind of giving it a little bit of an off? I mean, citra mosaic is just your biggest, like... I mean, I'm tasting the combo. citra. They're so similar. They just blend really well, too. Yeah. It's really, like, smooth body, too. Like, Yeah. It's not exactly... I, I think mean, it, it tastes more alcohol than um, the last one we just had, and that was higher. I think... Uh, the whole east versus west thing is they're not really labeling it like a new england they're not really labeling it a west coast ipa i it, do get that from it it really looks yeah. like the like it looks as if it's a mix between the two almost it's not like super thick yeah it doesn't have that full milk it just kind of like yeah i mean i could i could fuck with this mildly hazy beer yeah. <laughs> brian approved i could fuck with this <laughs> I mean, so it's, I, that's it's, I thought about the new resurgence last night. I could fuck with this. And then I went upstairs. I'm like, line. this is too fancy for me. I'm way too white trash for this. Well, they they had all the they held all the tables like clothed up and everything to kind of show you how it looked like oh, if they would set up for, for an a event. wedding. And it, and okay. Like, yeah. So like they had it all set up that way. I was so like you're say, walking they're, in. It's you're pretty. Like, I mean, they're my my favorite thing about the new resurgence location um, on Chicago Street is. If you're like having dinner, that you literally can sit in the, the brew the house, yeah. yeah, and you're you know you're ten, twelve feet away from tanks, and people might be working and whatever, and it's it's the much more line and shit that they have it's and... much more of an um, immersive uh, experience that not all breweries do. Well, the, the other mean, one's really open too, and you're kind of like right there in it. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's kind of. I think it's it's almost kind of more restrictive like this because you have that upstairs. You can just look out and see the whole floor. My one concern about the upstairs is one: what's going to happen when someone accidentally drops a glass off that? I bet it's already oh, happened. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's happened. I mean, overall, I, th I think the space, though, is, is awesome at the new resurgence. Yeah. 
I was waiting for that. <laughs> I can hear, hear the first pop, you know it's coming. Um, but yeah, I really like it. I, I don't know if I want to say it's my favorite of the newer breweries being built so far, but awesome. It's pretty good. I like the open kitchen aspect of it too. Yeah. Um, it's it's cool. That's just like it's not just like um, CBW has the wall that you can see into the kitchen, but that extra like half wall that you can see a little bit more of it. Uh, they put some thought into it, so that definitely definitely works. It definitely fits the area a little bit in the new vibe that they're trying to give that area, I guess. Yeah. And even, I thought it was cool that they had those videos playing up on their screens the whole time of, like, the renovation, like, from what it looked like. Oh, yeah. Mm. I didn't really pay attention to that. I did. It was, like, the alley where the band was playing last night was just filled with shit. Yeah. And now it's cool. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a nice nice space, nice location, like literally right outside of like canal side, riverside area. Like it's just it's 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 uh gonna be a busy place. Yeah. This is the uh, tart berry sour from West Shore. I stopped out there today because I need to buy a ticket for their West Fest. West Fest. Um that's on July twenty seventh. Which is a Saturday, and uh, goes from two to ten. And VIP tickets are only twenty-five bucks. And it gets can you I up. take the kids? I think there were kids there last year. Do you want to take the kids? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's live bands. There's I might not come back with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Remember in um, Vegas vacation? They're like, he's like, hey, on. He goes and gets that box of snakes and dumps them. I was like, that'll keep him busy for a few hours. <laughs> Um, I have a very underrated opinion. That is my favorite National Lampoon's vacation series, The Vegas Vacation. It's my favorite. I like that one a lot. I mean, Christmas is still... As everybody says, the original or Christmas, and I... Both great. Vegas. But... Vegas is good. I love the Vegas one. I don't know what it is. So, general mission tickets are $10, VIP are $25. General mission includes your first beer, a glass, and beer releases. (coughs) The VIP includes all that, plus special beer releases, guest taps, a VIP party tent, and discounts on Akron Fest that's going to be on August 10th at West Shore. So, This is really good, by the way. Um, it's, it's light. It's just tart enough. Um, it's Sturgis. It's the Sturgis I get, one. I get, Very good. I get pink lemonade beer vibes. Watermelon. I don't know if there's any water. I don't think there's watermelon, but something like melony kind of like taste. I don't taste. think there is, but it just could be whatever hops he used in it. What do you want? You want to, the dog needs a sip. I just gave him some. Did you? <laughs> I definitely get pink lemonade vibes, and I'm I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's just yeah. just enough tartness. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm not sure what he's brewing for the fest, but he did it. He did like five different beers for it last year. It's got so. a real nice like back sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he back-sweeted it at all or what, but, I mean, it's not, like, overly dry where you're not. It's, like, very dessert-like. Yeah. No, but, I not, but not in the lactose you know, Not in that, like, full-feeling way. way. Yeah. I had a glass of this while I was there, and I'm like, yeah, I got to take some of this so we can talk about this. I figured yeah. it'd be a nice Good call, Brian. Nice Always thinking hit. of us yeah. here at the podcast. Oh, man. It's what I do. <laughs> with you two here today and Adam not here unfortunately like 
Boo, Adam, boo. <laughs> um, I mean, Adam's not exactly like a music snob like we are. I mean, I guess we're not we snobs, yeah, but like... I'm a little bit of a snob. Adam yeah. is like fucking Jack FM. <laughs> uh, but he... <laughs> Yeah, I mean he does. Like he's he he's, likes he's, he knows he's easy we, rock. We got him into some good stuff though. He likes. Yeah. I mean, he still would just probably yell sweatpan boner yacht, stuff. Yeah, yacht, just, yacht rock. But right? the same stuff like he'll. Oh, there ain't nothing wrong with that though. With what? With yacht rock. Yacht rock. No. With yacht rock. Like Hall and Oates and all the seventies. I thought you were saying like boat people. Well, yeah, that's what, what boat you people listen, listen to, listen to on, boat. bo- on boats. You know, fucking Kenny Loggins and fucking all that shit, bro. Yeah, it's like people that are just like balding in the front and have some hair kind of hanging on the <laughs> yo, back. Yo, if I grow this shit out, dude, I'm totally that. <laughs> I don't think you got enough curls in it. Oh, I could curl it. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to introduce like a new segment, I guess, where we can go around. We'll each say a band and kind of see if we feel it, if it's overrated or underrated. You know? Like... A band that one of the first bands that came to mind when I was thinking about it was My Chemical Romance. Um, rated just enough. <laughs> I don't think they're overrated or underrated. They have a huge following. They have a huge following, but I um, feel like their music was better. I like um, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge a lot. And right. I feel like the I Black didn't... Parade was not as good as the um, fuck You Gave Me Your Love or whatever the fuck it was called. Was the, the, first the one before. Yeah, yeah, the one before it. See, that's the thing. Like, I didn't really appreciate them when they were popular. I've seen them and they were yeah. really popular. I've seen them at the MTV $2 Bill Tour. I saw them at fucking yeah, Classic Rocks. I saw them at Classic Rocks with fucking Alexis on Fire with like fucking five people, bro. I was sitting on the couch <laughs> with them at the one showplace show that they played. And I'm sitting there with a guitarist. He's like stringing up. We're talking about something. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, I don't even fucking know. Whatever, dude. Do, go do your thing. And I. And it was before that they were like popular. It might have been like them playing with a static lullaby or something like that. Because I now, feel like that. Now was... that now they got that Netflix money, bro. Fucking, what's his name? Uh, well, he's got some. Um, don't Frank get me started on Umbrella Academy. Gerard. 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 Fucking Gerard. wrote that. Gerard wrote, wrote that. Yeah, yeah, Umbrella Academy, the comic book, and it's now a Netflix series, and it got renewed for season two. And I'm honestly, it's brilliant. I don't care what anybody says. I loved it. That's what I mean. I like, watched he never, it twice. They, he never has to do a reunion because he like really, he's got yeah. that fucking money now. He's got any sold. I you mean, know? also through the comic book. So yeah. regardless of the Netflix money, but yeah. Um, but to be honest, it's brilliant. And my problem I is I'll, ne- I'll never watch it. I just not because you watch all reality TV. We just discovered <laughs> it's really like, dude, like give me the fucking property brothers. Give me. <laughs> I remember when you just watch Duck Dynasty all the time. Yeah, you're an idiot. It's just like that. Like I need shit like that. I I can't. I gotta just get away. Where and I, Where's the line? Like I'm guessing you don't watch like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and that kind um, of stuff. Okay, I don't watch it on my own. If she has okay. it on, I don't. I'll sit there and just comment. I'm like that bitch isn't that hot. I do watch. Or, um, I'm still obsessed with like the MTV The Challenge. Like I've I haven't watched, watched it for you. I've watched it since I was like little. And yeah, but these I'm motherfuckers are like 45, 50 now, right? Yeah. I mean, like. Some of them, like Johnny Bananas, is still on it. He's like forty. I'm gonna take a wild guess. I never watched any of any of that shit. I used to oh, love the Real World, the Road Rules. Like, I but, stopped watching Real World because they're still playing that. Uh, I I've watched some. That's gotta be on what, like season like thirty something now. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what they call it. They call it season anymore. Like, because the fucking um person died like fucking ten, fifteen years ago. The one that like created it. 
Oh, really? The woman. Yeah, she, like, like I was always, like, Bunum Ellis or something like that was, like, the two names that created One of them yeah. died. Really? Something, it was, like, a while ago. Yeah, I think I seen something with that, but I'm sure they have Han in, like, Teen Mom. As I say, like, they still go by that name because it's still on the show. Yeah. What about cooking reality TV? Because I can talk about cooking reality oh, I mean, that, TV. See, I, I fuck with that stuff. Yeah. But that's just... I watch... Well, I'm obsessed with Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay's a fucking animal. Um, But I, I will watch anything he did. I watched like, the I video. I watch all of it. Have you seen the video? I don't know what it was on. He was in the jungle with some motherfucker making coke. Like, oh make... yeah, he, he so he did this whole series Wait, like, that like they just started coke, like Coca Cola like, or like blow, like, coke. like <laughs> and he's in the jungle and this motherfucker is like this this motherfucker's throwing concrete on this stuff. So like they're taking powdered concrete and like chopping it up. They're putting gas on it. He's like, this is unbelievable. You're putting this in your body. You rich people think this is a rich person's drug. You're snorting concrete and gasoline. Yeah. Like he's getting all fucking heated about it. Um, he did this entire series. I don't actually know the name of it, but he's been re-uploading it like daily to his YouTube page, which has like over 10 million followers now. And yeah, he's been doing this series where he he travels kind of like what Anthony, Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain did. Oh, Bourdain was a but, fucking legend. Yeah, no, he's amazing. Um, but he, he kind of like, uh, he gets more uh, in depth with it. Like he's like, teach me what you're doing and then I will do it. Where Anthony Bourdain was just like, I'm going to have dinner with you like he didn't get in the kitchen Bourdain's like, like I'm gonna get fuck. fucked up let's do with the local sh- shit here right so I mean different takes on it for sure and I'm sure like, I'm, the thing is I'm sure Bourdain like was probably like off camera being like hey yeah that's that shit's great what'd you do and they're just like yo here check this out right. you know but like for him he wanted to show the vibe not yeah. the you know he yeah. didn't want to teach like he wanted to like show the experience not the you know what? I mean, he, Anthony Bourdain self-proclaimed in many interviews, like, early 90s, he said, he, I stepped out of the kitchen. Like, he was done with it by the early 90s. He turned over into writing books, writing, you mm-hmm. know, obviously with TV. The show had been on a long time. But with this Gordon Ramsay series, like, he literally, I, I remember watching this one episode. It was hilarious. There was this woman, I don't remember which, what, what country he was in at the time, but he, she was selling soup, like, the soup that she made out of her little cabin. Uh, her little her little boat essentially and she goes around every day and he's like well how much do you make a day and she made like essentially I don't know maybe less than $10 American which was the equivalent and it was so funny because he's like teach me your recipe he learned the recipe and then he sat around in this boat all day with this woman and served the soup with her while they just like had a gas about oh, was it. That, and was that the one where they like lived on like a floating fucking community or something like that? I don't think she was a community. I'm not sure. Because I remember she, there was one thing with him. He was like, there were all these people lived in fucking boats. Like they were in some floating like woodland and God knows what country. There was a lot, yeah, a lot of boats. It might it might have been in that series. Like I kind of something like that. Yeah, I I watch it on YouTube, so I get like a, a ten minute episode and kind of move on to the next one. But if anybody hasn't seen it, I would check it out because he 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 does some crazy shit i think he did he did one where he entered himself into his the, the chili and it was a chili yeah he entered themselves into like the local cooking competition and had to make his own recipe so he made it and he ended up winning and because it was it was pri- you know private vote but he ended up winning and his his prize was like a um cookbook oven like or something? no it was like a kitchen aid uh like toaster oven 
And he was like, you would think that Gordon Ramsay being, he actually really is really nice, but you would think he'd turn around and be like, okay, give it to the second person in line and be like, here you go. But no, he went around that town, raising it above his hand like he just won the fucking Stanley Cup. It's like you motherfuckers. (laughs) He's like, yeah, and all the women are just like... (laughs) <laughs> looking solo at him and oh my god it was so funny because you I'm, i hope when the camera turned off he turned around and gave it to her but he kind of just was so excited about it <laughs> i like some cooking shows but like i mean i will sit there and watch diner driving and dives all day long but the because problem is of, because of guy though no because of the fucking food i'm sitting there, I'm like dude i am hungry as <laughs> shit but it's always on at like 10 o'clock at night and it's like fuck what am i gonna do go do eat four cheese sticks right now and like find some and find some fucking goldfish Lay's, Lay's chips. Instead, instead you're just gonna watch guy fury yeah guy fury <laughs> guy fury's like fucking like look at this brisket i'm like i got fucking cheese sticks and yogurt right now <laughs> like what can i eat right now at night that's like not gonna ruin me yeah I actually found a ba- uh, bag of Doritos I hid in my closet the other day, too. <laughs> Do you ever feel, um, sometimes when I watch, you know, like Hell's Kitchen or something where they're actually making legit food, I feel, I'm like, oh, I should really, like, go downstairs and, like, whip up something. And I, I get that, like, urge to, like, really want to cook. When yeah, I, I get it. I don't want to get out of bed, though. I'm too <laughs> fucking late. I'm, I get hungry. I'm like, fuck, I wish I could eat that right now. And I think, like, uh... Like, should I go to McDonald's? <laughs> see, see, that's shit like that will, like, inspire me to kind of, like, whip up a new kind of recipe for something. Yeah, but you're still, like, actively involved in doing that. Whereas I'm kind of just like, uh, yeah, that's a far-fetched dream. Yeah. I like I think chopped. Some... I like chopped, too, because it's so corny and cheesy that I love it. Which one's chopped? Is that when they had the three different, like, rounds? Uh, that, yeah, and they get like four ingredients. And I don't there's like always the one, one oddball ingredient. Yeah, I don't like the showdown one where the guy with the fucking weird glasses is just like yelling. He's like, in this one versus them, like the Iron Shit. Maybe oh, it's Iron, iron Shop. That's yeah, Iron Shop. Yeah, I fucking hate that one. That guy's a douchebag. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just don't like. I, yeah, Chopped is Todd Allen is the host. But um, I think like sometimes too, like they bring these chefs in and they they talk like, yes, chef, thank you, chef. It's like, dude, you're a fucking chef. You're not like a government. This isn't fucking communism. Like, like what's going that's just on? How, that's just how that culture is. Though. Yeah, but, yeah, but are we saying that My Chemical Romance <laughs> is equally evenly rated? Um, I think they're they're rated appropriately. You know, you have your diehards and you have the people don't give a fuck, and I don't think. Um, I don't think they're underrated or overrated, to be quite honest. It depends what CD, what time frame you're looking at. Um, you know, do you want to pick another band? No, you guys pick one. No, the this. Yeah. So, as Eric or Savannah are picking a band, go, Savannah. Mm, we are currently drinking a. Finback. Um, while I was out in Rochester, I stopped at One Stop Brew Shop out nice. there, and they happened to, uh, you know, get a bunch of good find. Get a bunch of Finback out there, and uh, yeah, so I figured, you know, what? I'm out here this way. Might as well stop in. And so yeah. this is the Lemon Lime Crush. It is a double IPA coming in at eight percent, and it is. 
brewed with lemon and lime, I guess. That's all it really says. Yeah. It smells like I just rolled around in a field of, like, flowers. Hmm. I have two bands that I've thought about that. Two different genres with the two. Definitely tart. Mm-hmm. Two bands I, I think one I thought was Rufio, the other one I thought was Static Lullaby. Which one do you want to talk about? Nobody talks about fucking Rufio. So I love they're, Rufio. I think Rufio is super underrated. Underrated. <laughs> super underrated. I would go equally rated because I wasn't really they were one of the like them they I, were like a crossover I put, band like they I, had metalcore riffs and like metal riffs like in pop punk i matched them in with like bands like rx bandits and stuff i don't they, know why they were during the time where bands like sugar cult and midtown were getting these huge followings and rufio wasn't picked up in the same way but the same vibe the same fans and i don't know why they That's had a cult I following to them. definitely underrated yeah yeah, I'd go even on that. But you guys, it's two to one on that, so. Um, <laughs> I like this competition. <laughs> Who was the other band? Static Lullaby. <sighs> I can't say I know enough of their material to make a proper judgment on this. Aesthetic, I mean, I know They them, had but... one bad CD, and they pretty much talked about how the record label fucked them into making it. They were overrated at first and then like redeemed themselves a little bit. You know they what I came mean? in with a lot of hype and then they were like yeah. they were like the off the odd band on Ferret. Yeah, like people like their that first album like people were so like pumped up about them and just hyped the shit out of them. They were like another they, version of Finch, I feel like they the couldn't start. live up to the hype and then kind of you know balance themselves out with the last two albums the last album nostalgic purposes and don't forget to breathe is incredible but rattlesnake is like a fucking album man yeah they're just like you know what fuck it we're just gonna like we're just gonna beat the shit out of you with this and it, it, it definitely holds as a pretty great metalcore album so I mean, I'd still go overrated no way. a little bit for them. Uh, I don't think overrated. I think they could have been bigger, but I think they might have been slotted where they should have been because of like where the the landscape was. I think they were better than some bands, but I think it's also they got most the most popular thing they did was a Britney Spears cover. Mm. Hey, it's a great fucking cover, man. I do love a good pop punk like cover. I like the pop goes punk CDs and all that. Shit. Oh yeah. But now some of these bands that come up on there, I don't know who the fuck they are. Like I'll ask. Not Shen- now, not now, but back then, yeah. There was like it was like your favorite bands doing it. My favorite bands doing it. And I'm like, who the fuck is this band? <laughs> and I'm like, who, who's the song they're singing? And who is this band? <laughs> all right, I have my band. All right. Newfound Glory. Overrated. Which year? That was fast. Just as straight a up band in general, because we could say the same thing about like My Chemical Romance. I mean, their their history spans so many years. It's like I'm gonna go slotted where they should be for 20 years of them doing it. They're not. Okay. The, they're not the Blink. They're not. They're not the Green Day. Even though I'd argue that Green Day is fucking way overrated. I agree. Other than Day. like like the first couple seat with their couple main. Other series. than Dookie, like everything Duty else and, since Dookie then. Dookie and Samiak, and then. 
Nimrod. Nimrod. Like after yeah, Nimrod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nimrod after, was after a good I, like, album. I didn't give a shit see, about it. Yeah, but see, that's just you sounding like a jaded old person, though. No, but I thought about it when I was living in those moments, too. I'm like, this isn't really that great. I, I get it. Like, I try to. Dookie Try not at the to time was the greatest album ever yeah. when it came out. New, I mean, Newfound Glory serves a purpose really well, and I think that they had like a five-year span where they really did a lot of like stuff that was better than the like My Friends Over You shit. Like, I think they're first from, from the screen to your stereo, and I was like, they got popular because it was like, hey, it's this band that sounds like Blink One Eighty Two, but a little like more. Like, but they do cool covers, which a little, is very like a li- there's a, a There's a little more guitar to it. And all of a sudden, and then they release a, like a cover album. And everybody's like, oh, man, you're playing that song. I love that song. And then, like, they did a couple other things. And, like, I don't know. Like, the scene kids and everybody else, like, just really ended up jumping on them as, like, well, oh, you like Blink-182? Well, fuck that. I like Newfound Glory better than them, you know? Like, try, it was yeah. like it was like this... Oh, Blink-182 is too popular kind of thing. So, like, that's what they kind of were used as. And, like, it kind of gave them, it kind of made them more overrated than they should be. Like, now they're still living off of that where it's like, hey, we can go and tour 20 years later and play these albums. But they're not touring to... They're not touring to Blink's uh, fan base. F- fan base and to the Blink's size. still playing Darien Lake. Newfound Glory's playing Town Ballroom. Right. And, I mean, selling out only like a day or two before the show. I mean, they're not selling out, you know, day of sales. Um, so I think, like, I kind of agree with Eric here. I think they're at where they're appropriately supposed to be at at this not just at this point in their venture but always i mean they never really got to the, you know the big 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 arenas and i don't think they necessarily should have i think it was well, that too, brings up just... so that brings up someone that did in a sense you go with two bands you got fall out boy and panic mm-hmm. at the disco both just played key bank yeah both overrated. Panic is panic isn't a different thing because he crossed over into yeah. Brandon Urie started doing Broadway and all this other he stuff. He crossed right? over. He's, into, he's made himself like a social like icon in a way. He's I agree with that. That he you know he talks like what was he talking about like he's pansexual or something like that. His or fan like, base hey, right si- now. Side note too. Butch Walker produced an album for both those bands. <laughs> Always a chance to throw in Bitch, Butch Walker. Bitch Walker. Um, like, Walker. Yeah. <laughs> How dare I? I love Butch. That's just like um, coming at Brian like, yeah, talking about Bitch Walker. <laughs> when, he, when he's, I, I'd love if he came out on like Halloween just one time as Bitch Walker in a dress and just played that instead. <laughs> like with some smeared makeup on. More, more bands need to do Halloween shows as like stupid shit. Yes. I agree. Or just come out and just totally fuck with people and play like, tonight we are going to perform as thrice. (laughs) But that's what I mean. Like, do that. Why not, dude? Brendan Brendan specifically, though, did something that not a lot of people can do, and he completely reinvented himself in the last, like, five years. He's a performer, though, too, I think. Like, he's, he's he's an artist and a performer to the sense of, like, he's not... Not that he's just bigger than the band, but he has a, a broader spectrum that he can touch. And 
I mean, yeah, I, well, I can't really tell you who else is in the band other than him. Right. You know? Like, Where no Fall Out Boy, you cool. can name at least minimally two members. Well, we can... Ooh, lightning. Well, we can name... Patrick. Patrick, Andrew. And, well, Andrew and Joe, were, were they in Race Trader? Or is Pete in Race Trader? Pete was in Arma Angelus. I was saying, most Holy people... Holy fuck, he was in Arma Angelus? Yeah. Most people at least know Pete. And uh, for Ashley and Simpson Patrick. and ruining Ashley Simpson's career. I think the right. other two that were too. in Race Trader, though. So, and then damn things. Are they? Yeah. Um, it's Andrew, Joe, Keith, Bush, Keith and uh, Scotty. Scotty Anna? Yeah. Something, it's something like that. Hmm. Brendan also has this appeal to, he's got what what is like the Tumblr fan base, which is essentially like high school girls and uh, they just share memes all day. And, you know, he's got kind of, he's kind of got the same following as like a boy band does. He he very much appeals to the same type of people. And a lot of people that are like love One Direction, love Brendan Urie. And is One Direction are, still a band? They are not. They broke up a few years ago. With with Fall Out Boy and with Panic, Panic. Panic at the Disco. I mean, Panic at the Disco was always for me. Which is, I like certain songs by them. I, there's they didn't have that like grab onto me like moment. Fall Out Boy. I mean, the first the first CD, not the one that was like on the indie record. The fucking Take This to Your Grave. That's a really good CD, like front to back. Good pop punk CD. The next one, like it was good, and then they got into like weirder shit, where yeah. I think like. They got bigger. Their song structure got bigger too, but I don't think it like made their music really any better. I don't think it was like something like this band is like can't miss. But they were so fucking big, you know. They could get the they just gravitated towards like high school kids and shit. And just for me, I'm like maybe I just got too old. Yeah. So that that brings up another thought. Like when you go and see, like I've seen Follow Boy in the last, I don't know, maybe three years. I seen Panic probably about three years ago. Um, you know, bands like I comes to mind in kind of the same genre or whatever, like Weezer and like bands that have been out around like a long span of time and you like the uh, songs that are off their first one or two albums. Like, are you just sitting at the show waiting for them to play those songs? Because I know I am generally yes. like, just play this one freaking song. Jimmy, that Jimmy I Eat World's hear. a perfect example. Oh that. yeah. Good example. I mean, you've had, I just want to hear a lucky Denver minute and I could go home. You've had how many albums come out since uh Wait American? Well the one after it. What was the one after Futures? That? Futures, yeah. Pain. Pain? Yeah. Like the pain, one that's pain, pain was on that. Yeah. Future, on. It's futures. Yeah. So like there's they've had what, like three, four albums since then? Probably. About that. You know? Now I know a couple songs off of that, and when we saw them last December or whatever it was, was it last two December's ago now? Probably right. Uh, yeah, not last winter, but the winter before, yeah. I believe it was. So, I mean, they played a lot of stuff off Even of Bleed American. Even though they were just here last week, yeah. <laughs> we did to talk about. Like they play a lot. They still play a lot of their old stuff because they know that's what they want. Yeah. I went and saw Death Cab for Cutie on Father's Day, right? What a fucking sh- weird scene of events that for that. <laughs> honestly, the, honestly, I, I texted you guys. The show was like literally like going to like a fucking Bernie Sanders rally. Yeah. Did, like, didn't you have kids with Zoe Deschanel too? I don't know. 
even fucking weirder. I don't know if he but, <laughs> had kids with her. I yeah, don't I don't. So. I don't think so. I don't think they had kids. But either. like, it's it's one of, it was one of those things where you look at the crowd and I'm like, okay, everybody here, like, I guarantee you, everybody here is like has like a Bernie sticker on their car. Yeah, you said it was a real cool <laughs> you know? dad environment yeah. happening. Yeah, it was like it was, everybody's Father's Day present for that yeah. day. It's like, hey, I'm still a cool dad, right? I listen to the Death Cab for Cutie, <laughs> you know. But like, I go there and like. You know, they're a good band. I enjoy them. But, like, most of the stuff that they're playing live, it's all newer stuff, like, since Plans came out back in, like, Plans came out back in, what, 2004? My dad's been talking about shit like this fucking since I can remember, like, being a child. And my dad still goes and sees bands and shit. But same thing with, like, my uncle. You know, they'll talk about, like, going to concerts and, like, one of the most infuriating things is when you go and see a band that just plays their new shit like no one wants to fucking hear that like play the goddamn big song I mean don't get me wrong I do want to hear some new stuff because if it catches me then it's like oh shit you know this is a nice song I'm gonna get into it more but now this day and age with the way we're able to access music you already know the songs before you see it in the band so you yeah. know if you're going going to enjoy the new stuff or not. So then you're not you're like you give it a couple of listens and then you'll be like, okay, I'm not gonna really be into this album. Let's hear the old shit, you know? I was just gonna comment. I finished this Finback. I'm not that impressed. I, I like Finback, but this to me was too floral for my liking. Um Shannon wasn't a fan either of it. I like piney or like a cleaning agent kind of Oh, well, was, you want to talk about cleaning agent? It was le- it was literally year? lemon lime, so like it could have tasted like it was like. Hey, you want some pine salt on that bitch? <laughs> we carbonated it. I didn't think it was and that dry hopped it. I didn't think it was that bad. Um, is it something that I would like drink again? Probably not. It's all right. I, I don't think I would enjoy like a whole glass of it. We had tasters, and that was that was all right. Um. But, yeah, that was not necessarily for me. I wouldn't drink it again, which is unfortunate because I like Finn back as a brewery. Not a winner there. Yeah, if you happen to be in western New York and you're looking for uh, some shit, go out to One Stop Brew Shop. And, you know, they got a ton of Finback stuff out there right now. So get the fuck out there and uh, buy some of that shit up for them. I'm Michael, the host of the semi-monthly podcast, In a City Like Yours. Join me as I chat with interesting people with interesting life stories. You can listen to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. You can follow us on Twitter at IACLYS Podcast, as well as on Facebook and Instagram at In a City Like Yours Podcast. Please feel free to let me know what you think and keep coming back for the many interesting stories in a city like yours. Right now we just cracked open a moon dust from Bearded Iris. It is a collab with Weldworks Brewing. It is an imperial milk stout with graham chocolate and marshmallows and lactose. Brilliant. Coming in at 8.2%. So first taste, tasty. It definitely has a s'mores taste to it. Yeah. Again, I would I could drink a glass of it, no problem, but I'd rather drink yeah. it when it's fucking forty five degrees outside versus now. Correct. 
I don't know. This is a this is a pretty good uh, campfire campfire beer. beer. I call it campfire beer. Yeah, but here's the thing: like if you're, if I drink one glass of this, I'll be. This would be a good beer that I'm just gonna have one for a night. Right. Um, not go mix it up. Mix it up because I mean we've been rotating all sorts of styles. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like I like having stouts around to have that. You know, if I just want to have one beer and just like be in a mood, not like a mood, but just kind of like one and done, I think stouts are the best ones to do the trick for it. Agreed. I feel like IPAs usually want you, leave you wanting more. Maybe it's just the way like the hops are with them. I don't know. Really uneducated sounding answer, but <laughs> uh, I do a one beer, I'd rather have a stout. My friend brought these home for me from Nashville when he was there. And uh, I thank him for that. But um, I like it. I think it's uh, delicious. Um, I can't go, go wrong with the combination of chocolate and marshmallows and all that fun stuff. So, Shannon, what do you think for your one sip? I know you don't care about stouts. I don't taste chocolate or marshmallows. What do you taste? Burned coffee? Burned coffee with booze in it? It's like, well, I mean, a little bit of chocolate, but it's just like too robust. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon doesn't like stouts. I know we've cla- we've we clarified this, um, but I like this. Oh stuff. yeah, no, this is this is a one and done. Like move on to the next beer. More so, what I'm saying with it is, if I'm gonna have one beer in a night, something like this is good for me. Just surrender. Overrated or just rated where they should be? Underrated. Which band? Underrated by fuck. Just surrender. Oh, I don't know that band. Just I've... surrender. That's is... why they're underrated because nobody really knows who they are. <laughs> Anyone that tells me that they kind of like pop punk or like will be like, yeah, I like Taking Back Sunday or like, you know, that like in between, like not full screamo stuff, but like don't mind some screams here and there. I'm like, just surrender. I feel, I've, I've heard of them, but I feel like I couldn't pinpoint a song or anything like that. I'm trying to think of a good 80s band to kind of throw out in this scenario mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, what about like a band like... New Order. I thought New Order too, but I think I'd we're all, you, we're, I'd, all, we're all biased. We're all biased here. <laughs> yeah, I'd, tell, I'd probably tell you it's underrated, but then again, we don't know what the fuck was really going on in 1987. Yeah. Like, I'd say today, about, not I'm enough people about, know who New Order is, and that's a goddamn shame. Uh, I feel like most people I associate myself with <laughs> know who have, New Order is. Yeah, but that's again, I also tend to, you know, gravitate towards a lot more like-minded people. Brian and I uh, saw them. It was last summer. It was last summer, June-ish. Last, so like. No, it was, I think it was August. Was it August? Okay, so about, about a year ago, regardless. Yeah. Ish, um, and they still fucking killed it. I mean, that was a, a brilliant show. Um, it, it was funny because rocked. like <laughs> the crowd was good, except for like this like group of like you know 50 year old people that kept being super fucking annoying about it and it's like yo dude like calm down right the now crowd like can ruin any like, show. like they were they were like overly excited like they weren't overly excited like they were not paying attention enough in my opinion they were yeah, like, like busy the one, trying to like the one just woman, smoke weed and shit. one woman was like super drunk or fucked up or whatever and she just kept like 
getting like she kept wanting to take pictures, wanted to be next to her friends, and like the, wanted, and like the, the, the they were like there was like a adult couple millennial or adult teenager. Yeah. There yeah. was like there was a couple in front of them that she kept like bumping into and like doing like and like they were legit, legitimately trying to enjoy the show, yeah. and like this woman just was like getting super pissed off and like about because like they weren't like doing what she was doing so then she like literally just sat down on the ground too i was just like dude bitch get up well you know what yeah she did sit in the ground and we're we're like maybe i don't know maybe 15 rows back we're about like we're like 50 feet from the stage yeah we're uh, we were in Cleveland yeah. when we seen them. So it was Oh, when you guys went to the one brewery, right? And came back with like Paperboy or whatever that shit was. Oh, yeah. Masthead. Yeah, yeah. Masthead's a great brewery out there. Paperboy is legit. Yeah, I'll drink that good. day. I'll drink that every day. I mean, you can't sit down. You're you're literally seeing New Order. Like, I can't. But yeah, no, that's that's a band. I I mean, I have to say underrated just because nobody, unless you were born in the 80s or earlier, probably know who New Order is. And that's, I just think it's a shame. Well, I, I know me and you have mentioned this before because we talked about like, you have a love for Elvis. And I'm like, fuck that guy. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of it is Literally just, have Elvis on my thigh. I think a lot about um, with with music and stuff like what you live through. Uh, I seen something the other day. I don't know how I got onto this article, but it was like, the best 55 drummers ever or something like that. And I like, like Travis Barker was like fucking like 48 or something like that. And not me just being a Blink-182 fan. It happened to be like an actual skill set. I'm like, this oh, guy's, you wanted to be higher. Like, I'm like, there's no way in hell this guy should not be top fucking 10 drummers. Like he's an incredible drummer. He changed the whole fucking genre of music. Like his skill set coming in made people change up the drumming of how how pop punk was played and how people um, go about doing it and it was like I'm going through and then it's like naming like random like black metal drummers and shit like that like I'm like who the fuck would ever know who this person is and then like all of a sudden it's like you get the guy from Pearl Jam and he's rated higher I'm like fuck that um, the guy from Soundgarden Matt, Matt Cameron Matt Cameron is the guy from Soundgarden and wait wait wait, wait. No, but they there was one then. They had Dave Grohl on there as a drummer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that doesn't count anymore. That that ship had sailed. Um, and Matt Matt Cameron is a good drummer though. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit there and say good, fuck you on that. Good so. drummer or bad like great drummer. Like he's a solid solid rhythm section guy. Is he like? I don't know. Like, cause he he probably he's probably better than you think though. I fucking was like losing my mind to this. Like Lars Ulrich was like, like oh, he changed Metallica. If you had a fucking better drummer in Metallica, they'd be so much goddamn better rather than the same fucking beat over and over. And people have redubbed so many fucking Metallica songs with like the same anger drums, snare drum, with like fucking like a, a Hello Kitty drum set. Like I, the list was hard. I'm not a drummer. Yeah. Like, holy yeah. fuck, that one was huge. So you're going to lighten No. Neil Perk, like, yeah, great drummer. Should be high. But when you get some of these other random guys, like the guy from Godsmack was rated high. Where was uh, Tommy Lee? Uh, middle of the pack. Who was number one? Danny Carey. Guy from Tool. No, he was up there, too. I was going to say, because everybody, like, throws him as, like, Danny Carey is potentially the greatest drummer of our generation. And it's like, why? Because he's in Tool and everybody likes to suck Tool's dick? I fucking hate Tool. That's an overrated band. 
That is <laughs> a fucking garbage. Give game. me give me nine inch nails a hundred percent of the time yep. over tool. I mean, I, you know, they people put these lists together, and it could be just any asshole putting these lists together. And I'm pretty sure their whole point is like, I'm going to piss a bunch of people off. But speaking of, speaking of Cleveland, yeah, we're drinking. We're drinking a platform something or other that I can't see the can. <laughs> we are drinking a platform ritual in repeat. It is part of their small batch IPA series. It is six point six percent. Yeah, it's got that uh, Voss Quebec yeast in what? it. What? What is it? That Norwegian yeast that everybody's been using. Say, say it again. <laughs> um, say it again for the people in the back. Centennial cashmere and Galena hops. Hmm. You enunciate so properly; it's it's a thing of beauty. Yeah. I'm probably not. So, like, it was funny because driving. I speak like white trash cheek to walk it, dude. Like, I. So this beer I actually picked up when I was in Cleveland last, which was um, a little over a month ago now. But um, this is something I didn't go to platform the actual brewery. This is something that they have readily available in their not. I don't even want to say their Wegmans because the place I got it from was more closer to a bodega than an actual like Wegmans. So you can just pick this up at stores. You can pick this yeah. up at your local 7-Eleven. I don't know if there's a date on that. In the I area. <laughs> I love the word bodega. <laughs> bodega. It's such a fucking goofball word. I wish um, we had more bodegas out here. We really don't. Yeah. I guess city-wise, we, we, we kind of do. We have corner stores. Though. That's what we grew up with. Yeah. That was just. Us. I mean, those are bo- those are bodegas. They are though, bodegas, guess, but know. we didn't call them bodegas. They were just corner stores to us, man. It was like even like in Lovejoy, you had Frank's or Gancy's. Technically, was one. I mean, Wilson yeah. Farms were just like a fucking mass quantity Seven Eleven before they bought them out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you were able just to pick this up, which was nice because I was looking for her to bring some Cleveland stuff home. And I also really love on um, this can, they actually lay out not only like the hops, which is pretty common, but they lay out the yeast. They lay out the grains that they use, which is like not a common thing. Sometimes you go searching on the internet and people don't want to give essentially the recipe away. So they used to scared. do through all the shit like that. Yeah. The bottles. They used to take the, the malts. Um, and then your hops. Which I love because yeah, I, I like if someone that. likes to be informed and you want to say, oh, this is why I like this. You Does to- Rogue still do that too or no? Probably. I haven't really gotten anything from Rogue lately. I should probably. We should go get some more liquor from them. Yeah. We should have a Rogue liquor episode is what we need to do. <laughs> have you had their liquor at all? I don't think so. Moving right along. Sorry to. Fine. To, uh, Did Kanda Long make that? No. Um, does, that, does it have aliens on it? No, no, so it's a space ship because that, that platform was a 12-ounce beer, and we're splitting it between four people, so we kind of pounded that pretty quickly. Uh, this is – we're hopping into the next one, which is – You're hopping? Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> which is Penguins on Planet X Session IPA from KCBC, the Kings County Brewers Collective out of Brooklyn, New York. It is a session IPA with Amarillo Matuka. And that's it. And a really 4. cool 9%. fucking can. Yeah, yeah they're... Can art there is great. The, uh... This beer is smooth. Yeah, this is... This is the definition of a session IPA, I feel. I think the Amarillo works really nice for this kind of style. Love Amarillo. I love Amarillo, too. It doesn't really get utilized enough in... 
East Coast stuff anymore. Yeah, like in even like sessions though too. I feel like they don't because people try to give you something that has more of a bang with it. Yeah, that's why you stick with your citra, your mosaic, yeah. because it gets you the most bang for your buck. It's I want to say it's relatively inexpensive for breweries to buy, and you know what you're going to get a great flavor combo from it. I think it's really up. smooth. Holy fuck. <laughs> oh my god, I think lightning's moving like, through and then I lightning. looked up. So every time closer. you hear holy fuck out of Eric's mouth, he's talking about the lightning, not the beer. So yeah, we've kind of been all over the place tonight. Might as well fit more one more in, I feel. Beer Tree Brewing Cup or Bruco. Euphoric Dreams. It is seven point one percent. It is a sour New England IPA with mango and green tea. So, uh, angle and green tea. Am I gonna get a boost of energy off of this shit? This was canned on 7 8 19, too. So, this is pretty fresh, fresh as can be. I read something a couple weeks ago about how, like, this like superintendent of a school system, like, like wrote an email to a mother that, like, he said, I cannot confirm or deny the existence of the Holocaust. Like, what the fuck? Like, you get into something like that, like, just the way that the guy, like, worded it, it's like, you sound like a fucking asshole, and you, all you're going to do is create controversy. It was like, well, because some people in our district might not believe that it actually happened. Like, we don't teach mm. it as history. Where it's like, you're worried about <laughs> offending a small minority of people for something that's, like, the biggest atrocities the world's ever fucking seen. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. Like... At some point in my life, I feel like I might get arrested for just going, like, losing my fucking mind at something like that. I mean, I can deal with flat earthers and all that shit. <laughs> I think if can you're you, I mean... Have you ever seen the diagrams of this shit? Dude. It's hilarious. Dude. I've, I've seen a few things. If you're a Holocaust denier, get the fuck out, dude. <laughs> Like, yeah. what the that fuck exi- is wrong with you? I didn't know you? that existed. Like, oh, I didn't. Flat Earthers, I, I knew existed. <laughs> they're, they're wrong. You really don't know that people don't believe the Holocaust happened. No. I oh yeah, there's that, like I didn't know there was like a, a trend of it. <laughs> yeah, no, knew. it's it's. Well, I wasn't there. I don't know. I can't believe that it happened. That's what people like say. That's like their thought on it. Can you really prove it? Like, that's well, insane. Because what well, the thing is though, too, now you're getting into an era, a generation of people that like. They may not have any relatives that were alive during that time. So they don't have anybody being like, oh, yeah, no, this shit happened. You know, it's like we like have parents that had parents that are like, yeah, I lived through this. This fucking happened. Yeah. I stopped doing my normal job and went and worked in a factory to go make machine parts for war. It's the same sensitivity that goes into like there's girls that are going to like the Holocaust Museum and literally are there and they take like selfies. Like that those. Oh, yeah. That was like like, a big. Yeah. That was a big thing. Or the people taking selfies of like fucking Chernobyl and shit like that. Yeah. Now with the fucking TV show with the HBO show. Which is also a terrible, you know, you have to think so we obviously. Obviously, we're all born in the, the 80s. We had um, textbooks. We had textbooks, but we also all lived 9-11, which was all probably like... Oh, yeah, yeah. 9-11 I mean, is the biggest. It's yeah. taught in history books now. It is. Taught, it is in history books, history. and it's taught as American history. But, like, there are... You have to I just got like, out of math class at fucking <laughs> Fredonia, bro. I was sitting in <laughs> Mr. Shoe's fucking 11th... Oh, was 11th grade. I was in 10th grade. 10th grade. 10th grade. I'm same, we're the same age. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah, in 10th grade, grade biology. I was in um, 
whatever social studies was considered in high school history yeah. or something like yeah. that. I don't whatever year it was, but I remember sitting there with the fucking TV up in the corner, you know, your 19-inch TV, and just watching the buildings fall. I just got back and I was checking my fucking AOL Instant Messenger and fucking <laughs> like the the kid in the room next door is fucking getting ready for his class and shit and like he's like doing his hair and shit he's like dude fucking get in here and i'm like what and he's like you gotta fucking come in this room right now and i'm like all right and we're just like watching this fucking tv i'm like what the fuck is going on yeah and you don't so so to what i'm trying to the point i'm trying to make is like people not like so you have to think about that in about probably well even now there's people alive now that like don't understand it or don't get it and they're literally teenagers which is insane to me that they just, i'm gonna explain they, to my kids this someday like i lived through this shit like sitting i can right. tell you what i was doing i'm mm-hmm. chewing big red gum sitting in the fucking <laughs> second last row like i remember like where i'm sitting yeah, shit in the same. classroom me too and like just like seeing this shit i'm gonna explain that to him just like my your parents are gonna explain shit to you or you think yeah. like all right, you fucking weirdos. Like, no, we're going to be the weirdos at some point. Right. But it's also so like... So that's what I'm saying, I though. Mean, I can't believe there's people out there that don't think the Holocaust doesn't yeah. exist because, like, you go through something that traumatic, like, it's passed down from generation to generation. It's in our fucking textbooks. Like, I can't understand how, like, that's not an understandable thing that that happened. Without, like... like I like a lot of those, like... You guys will laugh again. Um, Destination Unknown, my man Josh Gates, his his three channel shows or not history channel, whatever he's on travel. Um, I'm glad you're watching History Channel more than like the, the MTV I reality. Watch, I, you know what the new the only show I watch in history now is the Tom DeLonge aliens one. But he like, has a, wait time out. He has a TV show on yeah, history. Yeah. It was only a matter of time. No, but like he's with these like ex high ranking government officials talking about UFOs and exposing UFOs. I've watched my my grandpa watches a couple of those, but I have not have yet to see Tom DeLonge blink way too yeah, on they, there. They so have, that's they have insane. like this new show. I got away from History Channel when everything was like, and the apocalypse is gonna become I'm like, I'm done with this <laughs> Because for like ten years that's all everything was. Right. Uh, but I watch a lot of like I like a lot of the shit with Josh Gates because he's like a treasure hunter in a way and like wants to like all these old mysteries and these things and these lost civilizations. So, like, that shit, like, is cool. I mean, like, I know Brian used to love history stuff, too. And it gets you kind of, like, going with, like, not, like, chasing treasure as much as some of these other theories and stuff that's out there. And, like, a lot of the stuff that you don't understand with what they had, the Nazis actually had these plans for and these other systems and where they were and that they had these submarines that they were in fucking lakes and shit like that. You know, they found that one in Lake Ontario a couple of years ago. Um, but, like, all this shit that you didn't realize, like, what happens because it's not, like, what's taught to us. It's not the mainstream right. theories where... There's shit like that, like people won't know because it's not taught. Versus like the Holocaust was like, you know, how many right. millions of people were killed. Um, so after drinking this beer, I will say like from smell, I'm like, oh, it's a sour. I mean, it smells really acidic. Yeah. Like it's um it's very strong, but the second I taste it, for me, it's all lactose and very, very easy to drink. I'm not getting the tartness of the sour. Like, if you were to tell me that this was a sour milkshake IPA, I believe you. It, I get a little tart, bit it. It's tart at first and then yeah. just, like, mellows out. It's yeah. very, um, and I'm not saying this in a negative way, like cleaning 
cleaning product though. Like you get uh, that like. See, I'm not getting that. You get like some like all. 409 spray kind of like like if the smell. The... Maybe it's your glasses, bro. <laughs> I don't have glasses on. Maybe you have some <laughs> leftover of that pin back in there in your glass. Maybe it's your maybe it's your water, bro. No, but it's really smooth though. <laughs> like it, you you get the very smooth. I my first sip of it was sip and smell at the same time as I did it, and I was just kind of like, whoa, like. So I can drink it. a bunch of, but yeah, I, well, also you're not a big lactose person, but I, I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind the lactose with it. Like I get the mango. I mean, I'm not sure what the green tea is doing um, to it. Yeah. You know, it I'm might be a flavor gotta, that's just hidden though. I, that's, it's a very mellow flavor. Yeah. No, I, mean, it's I, not I, a flavor I, I agree with that. I kind of get it. The green tea with it. In here? Mm-hmm. It's like kind of maybe in the aftertaste a little bit. Yeah. I, I think it's just like a little metal, metal, so like subtle. Too, as you See, I think I'm getting the mango with like the sourness first. Yeah. Like it's like kind of sour, mango comes, and then like it just like mellows out like at the end. I think it's real like blended flavor. Yeah. So what did we learn tonight? <laughs> Lightning still looks cool. <laughs> My chemical romance is pretty rated the way they should be. Yeah, maybe we're not that great at rating bands or judging bands. Um, I mean, it's, it comes down to personal opinion. So, I mean, but I'm I'm down to always. I mean, I think that's a great uh, little. I, I like throwing something out there and just discussing it because it's good to hear other people's opinions. It's the same thing. Like if someone started talking about how great the police are, I'd be like, "Yo, fucking police suck to me." But I know that they not the cops. The band. <laughs> Shit, someone's in the wrong with that the wrong way. But like people would be like, oh my god, they're so influential and so what, great. Do you not Sting like Sting? Sting is overrated. I don't really give a fuck. Like it just Sting, Sting, Sting is, is overrated, overrated, but the police are you know, you know what adequately my thought, rated? I, I agree with Brian. You know what my <laughs> thought was with the first my exposure to him and I actually really remember him is when he did that fucking song after Biggie died, Mary J. Blige. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, the every breath you take. Yeah. Well, they. Well, he didn't do it. They he, just sampled. They sampled his song. He performed at the one VMAs. Well, yeah, because they sampled the song. What a matter. He still okay. That that was my first like interaction with like. Well, so like, I'll give you I'll give you on a similar tidbit. Like I seen Sting live once in New York City. He came out and sang a song with Alicia Keys. Like just random shit. Didn't sing his song like. Just sing with Alicia Keys. And I was like, this is weird for me. Like, I'm cool. I've seen Sting like once in my life, so I can like knock, you know, check that box off, I guess. But uh, it didn't, it did nothing for me. I have no urge to see Sting or the police. Yeah. Like, it's just not anything. When they come to our park. (laughs) Now, see, they're a band that would play the arena. As I say, I don't, I think Sting is above our park. I mean, like, I don't know. The fact that there's that many people that would want to go see them is fucking beyond me. The generation that's between us and our parents, I think that, like, they hold on to, like, rock and roll in a different way than we do. Where we, we like music, but we like specifics with music. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the generation after us is more, like, singles music. I feel like we started getting that a lot in the 90s and shit with, like, mm-hmm. you know, boy bands and, like, these pop stars where you started getting more people that were just dialed into singles. Brian's really thinking about this right now with the look on his face. Well, like, <laughs> what are you... Okay, I, so I, you're I, saying that, like, your parents... 
debut, like they have eight hits, but are, you know they're playing hit after hit, but they have like a catalog more so. So your parents are more like you're saying our more longevity. Are so they like, have a catalog because they're just literally been around that long, so they can yeah. a, a form a catalog. I think that these bands they have more staying power, or the bands back then had more staying power to continue to write music, and that people still gravitated to them. The issue, so now what you have there though is the fact that you didn't have access to every buddy's bands yeah you know we're at that we're at the napster group yeah we're we're the beginning of that generation that like you know you're looking on uh much music you're looking at like uh mp3.com like you go back to like lime napster all that stuff talking to um our friend chris from it dies today he just basically says straight out it's like if it wasn't for mp3.com we probably wouldn't have been popular like that website alone like helped that band become what they were between they were able to get that, out there and get that in my space and stuff and everything else like help them blow up now and then that's i mean we can go on and on forever about shit like that Pop punk emo fucking buffalo bands well they're not really popular. oh yeah it's depending on the generation that you grew up in you're gonna objectify bands in a certain way, and doesn't mean we're not gonna still debate them. <laughs> damn straight. I think there was something alternative press had in the last like couple weeks that was like, "Is this a Blink One Eighty Two lyric or a Green Day lyric?" <laughs> and just like something like, "Would you be able to do that?" Yeah, I think I could. I think I could differ between the two only because Blink One Eighty Two were like. Fuck your mom's pussy and like, no, there was there was a, there Green was... Day was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Please let me cry in my bedroom alone. Like they were very different. No, there was a t- point in time where it was like, I want to see a dog hump something versus like, <laughs> yeah. versus like, hey, I got high and I went to a hooker, <laughs> and then it, then it became like, the pre- this president sucks versus like, hey, yeah. I like the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Okay. But I, even in all your comments, I still was able to defer which was which. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I could understand. Depends. Yours, on, depends on how much you love each of those bands, I guess. I wouldn't be able to because I. Brian, be like, this isn't typo negative. I'd be like, dude. Brian's like, I you, stopped listening to Green Day in 1998. Okay. Like if you threw, <laughs> if you threw some. Uh, you know, system of a down lyrics or fucking, uh, okay. you know, like random like new metal band at me. I could probably try to figure you know, it out. The, like the kabuchu mushroom people or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> yeah. What was the actual thing you said? Yeah, it's the kombucha mushroom people, man. Yeah. And now everybody's drinking kombucha, dude. Is that what it was? Look at that. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man. Look at that full circle 25 years later. Oh, yeah, man. I'm going to pass what, in the kombucha and just dig out on all the beer we drink today. What if we did with really Brian? good beer. What do we do with Brian if it was like Deftones versus like, oh, fuck, who would be a good band to do? I want to say like Spine Shank or something stupid like that, but like. Uh, you'd be able to determine. Who yeah, I know you would. Yeah. But if you did like Deftones versus like, who would be a good toss up band for you? Not Glassjaw, not. I don't know. Maybe Fear Factory. I was thinking Fear Factory a little bit, but. Fear Factory's lyrics get really fucking weird because, like, they talk a lot about, like, robots and cybernetics and shit. So you want to bring Power Man 5000 into this? <laughs> no, we're not even fucking touching that. 
I'm going to just keep moving on and tell you guys to go and follow us on all our social media. And, uh, <laughs> you know, talk about robots and cybernet. <laughs> go find us on Facebook and Twitter at What the Hops, on Instagram at What the Hops Podcast. You know, go find me on Untapped at Brian WTH. Uh, go check out our WordPress at whatthehops.wordpress.com. Yeah, go find Savannah at Lady of the Hops on Instagram. Yeah, don't forget to check out our friends at Big Heads Media and the Hopped Up Network. And go listen to It Dies Today on random <laughs> stuff. Get, get Chris some random money. That was just... Yeah. Is mp3.com so, still running? No, but every no, time but, the movie's like Jennifer's Body or something yeah. plays, he gets like a random check in the mail for like 12 bucks or something. Yeah. Someone, someone go and buy Jennifer's Body or like, you know, go and watch, go and, go and download some It Dies Megan Today. Megan Fox so. is in it. So, I mean, so, win, uh, win, win for everybody. Yeah. Give... Give Chris a random royalty check for like a couple bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, you're listening to the Hopped Up Network. Thank you. The show you just listened to is part of the Hopped Up Network. The Hopped Up Network is a growing family of craft beer podcasts in the United States and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts.